know, uh, where, what are, what are quick fixes that you initially can go in and do as far as like landscaping fences, uh, putting in new signage, um, cracks in the foundation, looking at the, you know, would you need to put a slurry coat down on the, the asphalt? Does the parking not need to be redone? Is there areas, does it need a new roof, right? Look at the roof. Uh, I would say those kind of things initially look at the tenants, quality of tenants, uh, you know, do people look happy? Like all sorts of things that I think, you know, if I were to be walking a property, those would be my initial things that I'd be looking at. Where, where can I go in and, and add value at a dog park? Is there rooms? What is it? What does the surrounding neighborhood look like? Do I feel safe driving into it? Um, those would be initial things that I'd be looking for as far as, uh, driving into a, or walking a property. Okay, yeah. Well, it makes sense. Definitely. You know, the, the funner, the funner things that I want to talk about, you know, for you having a real estate journey podcast and having all these phenomenal people, I mean, guys, you, you need to go and check it out. You know, Matthew's podcast is amazing. The lineup of, of the people that you have, those people have, you know, like made probably billions, some of them in, in transactions in, in real estate. And, you know, if there would be no limits, okay, let's mm -hmm. let's clear the mind like there would be no limits and you can have this is going yeah you can have anybody that you want on the show who that would be obama barack obama it's interesting you're a second person who said that why is that i've i've already uh, messaged him and i got denied <laughs> come on man. i i uh i don't know i went to his website and um you know i didn't i didn't think anything it's like yeah i'll give it a shot um, you know, they just send a general response, but, um, no, I would, uh, I would like to have him on because he seems like a, a fair man. And I think that he, ha he has a lot to speak on as far as, you know, the, the mankind, you know, and I think when you're in a, a power position, one of the most powerful positions in the world, you could learn a lot from somebody like that. And I think you'd just be a really cool cat to interview. So I think I, I'd say Obama. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm trying to get better at myself as far as like, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to make myself like my, my, with my podcast, you know, like I have on a guy saying like, you know, you're now listening to Real Estate Journeys. And then it, then it kicks into like a rap song, right? And like my, my, I wanted my podcast to be like fresh, like a unique perspective. Like I'm not necessarily like professional. I'm just kind of like there to help guide you and, you know, kind of have like a fresh perspective on it. And so I didn't want it to be stale. Like a lot of places that just come on and they, re, I call, I call it a, a real estate porn. You know, these are the deals I've done. This is, this is, I raised much capital. This yeah, yeah it's all just, you just and then you're just like, ah, oh, dude, like I'm so bored. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you went in and added value. And, and it's definitely not boring with this guy. I mean, you know, you, yeah. you see him rolling. Yeah. So. yeah. And so, and so, yeah. So like, I'm trying to get better at myself interviewing and bringing on guests that I find interesting myself. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I've had some bad interviews. Go listen to them. If you like these suck, hit the suck button. All right. <laughs> Cause I know they're not, I know they're not all great, but I'm trying and it's a process and you're learning your voice and um, yeah. you're learning your voice as well. And you can attest that episode one is better than episode or episode one is not as good as episode 10 and 15 is getting how better. Many episodes, how many episodes do you think you will need to reach Obama? <sighs> how many episodes do I think I need? 122. And you did so far? Uh, I've, I've released yeah. um, over 20. So I think I've maybe, uh, I don't know off the top of my head, I'll, I think maybe 20, 24, 25. So, so what's, what's the magic when 120, 22? What's the magic number there? I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like I'm trying to figure out my whole podcast and I think, um, I think I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have season one be my first 50 episodes and I'm thinking about uh, getting a podcast coach and I want to really scale up to the next uh, realm in podcasting and have my overall podcast be better. Podcast and coach. 
Okay. And there's some ideas that I have kicking around. So for a second, a second episode, second, uh, second episode, second season, uh, maybe going a little bit of a different direction and fine tuning things. And so I feel like episode or season two could be like another 50. But then, it, won't be, it won't be real estate now. No, 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 it will be, it will be. But so like right now I've had on a lot of sponsors and syndicators and okay. So I'll give you an example. This, these are all just, these are thoughts I have not formulated yet. But so what I'd like to do right now, what I'm trying to do is I have, I have wake up Wednesdays with Omar coming on and we try and answer one question in the real estate industry under 15 minutes. He's a great guy. And, I had a, I had a talk with him yesterday. Yeah. And then on Thursday, we, um, I released another episode. Well, it's about an entrepreneur and yeah. it's, you know, whether they're in digital marketing, basically something that can help you scale your business, um, bring a fresh perspective. And then on Sunday I have a real estate person. So now I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of doing five and I want to do it Monday through Friday. And Monday is going to be called, uh, money market Mondays. And I want to get a report and from a market and read it to people. And it'll be me just solo telling you stuff like I just told you. Jacksonville market currently is at 3.8% uh, year over year end growth. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Read it uh, under five minutes. And then I would say, if you'd like to get this document, please click and download the document on the show notes. So money market Mondays would be just me uh, telling people. Um, what markets? Hey, this is the Atlanta market. I'm not investing there, but this is, Hey, this is Memphis. This is, uh, this is London. I don't know. This is, I have my hands on this report and this is what I'm reading to you. Then, uh, Tuesday, uh, would be, uh, I would move the entrepreneur to Tuesday. Wednesday would be wake up Wednesday. And then Thursday, the episode on Sunday would be on Thursday. And then Friday is my, is my controversial topic. It'd be called Fucked Up Friday. And on that episode, I will be reading a terrible deal or something in real estate has gone completely wrong. And so people can learn from that. So yeah. pull, stories, pull stories from the internet and pull, pull uh, interesting stuff. It's almost like the Jimmy Kimmel, like read the mean tweets. Like, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, I bought 120 units. Like I bought five units and thought they were going to be great. Little did I find out that there was 10 crackheads living in there and I had to foreclose and I went bankrupt. All yeah. right. That's Jimmy's story. Tune in next week to fucked up Friday. And obviously there'd be like a bleep, like Friday. I you know, kind of give it a spin. Cause I, I think I and so I'm kind of thinking like that could be a good Monday through Friday yeah. and I could start kind of swinging that and being like, definitely. Hey guys, explaining, yeah. You know, I think that would be, that, that's more my like style of like across the board. And I love that. And I love that because what you said, you know, everybody's doing the same thing, kind of tune in and it's like, you know, no emotion. It's just talking about real. I mean, it's real estate. It's a serious thing. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's a serious thing, but you don't have to be serious all the time about it. And, 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 and for me too, man, like, I don't know, like, you know, this is, this is just me being in Thailand or maybe this is just my personality, but like, yeah, and it's just like it's 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 very dry, it, you know. And and and, and Omar's even like it's so dry, you know. It's like a good old boys club, and everybody gets in front of the camera, and they're like, and I'm like I mean, to give Grant Cardone credit, like he makes it kind of sexy, and like yeah. he, uh, you know, and that's why people are like interested in it. And that's when right. people come on, and they say, oh, uh, you know, passive cash flow, and uh, you know, it's good for your retirement portfolio, and. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Six to eight percent. So again, differentiation. Oh if, yeah. if you say one more time, passive cash flow, and you know this is this is great for retirement and blah blah blah. It's like, oh my god, this is so boring. So <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Like fucked up Fridays is going to get people's attention. Like it's not going to be like. Attention. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward is, to that. Yeah, this is just a terrible deal that's gone wrong, yeah. and it's up to you. And I and I think I should probably say you know, maybe take like a key takeaway, like, Hey, you can learn from this or you can figure it out yourself. Like, I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking of doing the first one this Friday. I haven't, I haven't had enough time to find a deal that's worthy yeah. of it. Yet, worthy. Uh, there, there's a lot of them, man. I mean, you don't yeah, have yeah, to yeah, dig yeah. for so, Yeah. I mean, basically I have not done the research yet, but I, I literally thought of this idea last night. So yeah, yeah that's uh, I don't even know where, 
Oh, that was with Obama or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Obama might 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 like that stuff. I mean, because he he's a real guy also, and he would be like, man, what Matthew is doing is some real real, sh-, you know. And I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. hundred 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 twenty two episode, and boom, you have an Obama on the show. So yeah. I love that man. Obama is yeah. a super super cool guy. So. Like, who do you follow for the business advice? You know, because you said you, you kind of, you know, stumble. I don't know the, the story you stumbled on, you know, across uh, this lady. And she was like, oh, I know this, you know, Boardwalk Wealth, these guys, you can connect with them. But, you know, in, in real estate in general, like, who do you take an advice from? Like, do you read books? I know there's a lot of books that the people write, you know, like in bigger pockets. There's a ton of great books, you know, like I have a great book in here next to me. You know, this is a great book. So, you know, like, who do you follow for, for the business advice and who do you recommend people to, to look for? <sighs> That's a great question. Um, so I'll start off. Uh, I read once that when you read a book, you only, you only retain four facts from the whole book, right? So if you think about it, you're like, I just read the whole book. I don't even remember anything. Or a month goes by, you remember one fact. So success leaves clues. Yeah. And, you know, people will say, educate, 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 educate yourself. And after you start reading and consuming podcasts and books, you know, you... are getting confused. Yeah, you, you are going to have to notice a trend yourself yeah. and it's up to you to determine whether that trend fits how you think or not, not saying it's good or bad. And you have to take action and find out for yourself. And an example would be a lot of people have started talking about doing a podcast, but how many people have done a podcast? Yeah. And, uh, 90%, I think it's 90%. I could be wrong. I don't remember the fact, but it's very high. I'll, I'll, I'll say 75, but 75% of the people do not make it past the seventh season or seventh episode of their podcast, right? They wound up quitting. Wow. Um, I can attest to being at three, three months in waking up every single morning, basically wanting to hit my head against the wall, being like, what am I doing? Why is this not working? This is not working. This is not working. Oh, this worked. Okay. And I'm just like the past couple of days, maybe a week, I've noticed some traction and some stuff that I've been doing. And I'm like, oh my God, yes. And it's so exciting. And time. I never would have known. I, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, you can take advice and from people and from books and, you know, for myself included, when you read these books and if you don't take action, then, you know, you can read yeah. Joe Ferris Best Damn Syndication book. Uh, I'm looking over here. I got Michael Blanc's book. Yeah. Uh, um, but, you know, like Michael Blanc's book. Uh, I like Michael Blanc's book. Yeah. But the first, I would say, half of it maybe was for very broad strokes for very people that are like initially looking to get in. And I haven't read Joe Ferris's book at all by any means, but I'm sure maybe the first chapter, two chapters are very similar, right? You know, talking about, you know, the NOI, cap rates, blah, 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 right? This is all very similar stuff. I mean, they're saying the same thing. And like people, Gary Vee says, I say the same damn thing, you know? I just say it in a different way. And people, and it's, and what's, it's what resonates with you. So as far as uh, books that I'm reading now, uh, I'm reading this book about blitz scaling. Um, it's the, it's basically talking about how to scale up a business. And uh, it's by the, the founder or co-founder of LinkedIn. Blitz, um, blitz scaling. It's called blitz scaling. And then, I actually, I actually uh, read this book. Um, it's called it's called how to be how to be a capitalist without any capital by Nathan Latka. It's kind of like the modern version of the four hour work week. Um, okay. So I I really like that just because I like l- reading and listening to stuff that kind of uh, 
I'll just say fucks up your world because yeah. it makes me think more abstract. And when I think more abstract, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, okay, they did that, but that's with like fashion and design. But like, what if you could do something like that with real estate? And then my mind just kind of goes crazy, like thinking creatively. So I really like to do that. And then, um, what else? And then I also started reading, uh, a, uh, a book about Alexander Hamilton, the president, the, I don't even know what president he is like the fourth. He's one of the early founders. Um, but I started reading his book and he, they, they made the play Hamilton about him. Uh, I haven't, I haven't read, uh, his i'm sorry i haven't i haven't seen the play but I re, i'm reading his book so you know you're just like reading those things and hearing about people just coming from you know like feast and famine and you know over on ships and founding countries and it's really crazy stuff and now you're thinking yeah. dude i'm in thailand with the internet and you're in ireland and you had a wi-fi problem <laughs> you know like <laughs> it seems so like minuscule you're like okay dude i could I could push through this. Like if this guy could, you know, sail halfway around the world and survive all of his family dying and nobody giving him money and be one of the presidents of the United States. Like, I think I could, you know, figure out that, how to start. Yeah. That, that's big. That, that's what really inspires like, you know, people to do something beyond what they think it's, it's possible. Cause when you, again, when you read, you know, like half of the books probably that I'm having, it's probably, you know, a pitch somewhere included, like go and buy my course, do this, da, da, da. you know, it, it's not telling the story, you know, like what, what I would like in a book as well is hearing the story, you know, like downturns, the good times, the, the worst times, because again, you know, the fucked up Fridays is going to be about what not to do. So yeah. that's what I'm here because I want to learn from the mistakes of what I, I won't do them myself. Yeah, I, uh, I had on uh, John Lee Dumas. And he's the host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. And uh, another guest as well recommended reading the book called The One by Gary Keller. And I just started reading that. And it's just talking about like, you know, really diving deep and like doing the one thing that you find effective. And I guess if I could recommend to anybody is you don't know until you try. And I've been one of those people guilty as well thinking like i'm not ready i'll do this win and as soon as you take action you get over that fear and you find out right away hey i like this maybe i'll do it for another week or i absolutely hate this i'll never do this again worst experience of my life i'm glad i did this now and i got it out of the way and uh i was listening to a podcast about on tim ferris and he was saying, um, he, I liked him Ferris. I don't listen to him enough, but he was saying that he was talking about going on many retirement vacations. You know, don't wait until the end to kick the can. Like, don't say, yeah. uh, when I'm 60, I'm going to buy a boat and sail around the Mediterranean. Like, why don't you take, when you're 30, yeah, take man. a week sailing trip uh, around the Gulf of Mexico to see if you like it. Yeah. And if you love it, then like, hey, you know, two years from now, why don't you plan another one? That way, when you're 60, like you're ready to go, as opposed to you wait 60 years, you get there, and then you're like, dude, I waited all this time for this. So kind of taking action, create a podcast, network with somebody, you know, you're not going to be an overnight success. You're not going to be able to sail the world in a year. Or, I'm sorry, I say the world, world in you. That's a bad analogy. But you're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to conquer what you think you are gonna be able to do in a, as quick as you think it's gonna take you. It's gonna take time to build. It's gonna take time to develop relationships. You know, easy come, easy go. Yeah. So, you know, and uh, Les Brown would always say, you know, if you lead, if you if you lead a, if your life if your life is hard, life will be. If your life is hard, life will be easy. If your life is easy, your life will be hard. And I always think that's very true. If you want things that are very easy, your life is going to be hard. But if you have discipline and you're willing to work for things, your life is going to be easier on the end. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's easy to say, right? Like how many times you wake up in the morning and like, shit, I'm, I'm, I'm not even in the mood to do this podcast. I'm not in the mood, you know, doing this, you know, market research. I'm not in the mood, you know, talking with these people. I'm not 
But you know, you just push through that uncomfortable thing, which a lot of people don't. And that's yeah. what you I mean, do. I wake up, I had a wake, I've been waking up. I was batching my, my yeah. podcast. I was waking up. At, I was doing scheduling podcasts at 3 a.m. in the morning, 3 to 3.30, 3 to 4, 4 to 4.30, 4.35, 5.36. They're like, uh, hey, hey, Jim. Yeah, how are you doing? Oh, great. Oh, yeah, awesome. You look great. Yeah, <laughs> in Chicago, cool. I'm like picking crusties out of my eyes. Yeah. Dude, I don't want to do that. But now I'm starting to learn like to schedule my stuff at, later in the evening. But it's all a process. Learning curve. And you never would know any of this. And you never know anything about real estate until you do something. And then you build and then you grow from there. And it's like a muscle. And that's how anything works. That's how you start a YouTube channel. That's how you start a podcast. Yeah. And keep it simple. You know, do one push-up. Do two push-ups. Do three push-ups. Yeah. But if you say, everything, oh, everything worth starting is worth starting fairly first. So yeah. definitely. Yeah. And I, and I've been one of those people where it's like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to do these 10 goals. And then, you know, a month later, it's like, I don't want to do any of these goals, you know? So just like one goal at a time, shoot from there. Like I said, let's go back to trash can analogy. You shoot it. You're like, you know what? Like the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Was I a 90% closer? Was I 90% committed to my girlfriend? Was I 90% good on the test? You know, did I have that margin of 10%? Was I a 10% margin person? Like, how do I change that? Okay. Well, instead of missing the trash can, I'm a closer. I'm going to do something I say. Yeah. I'm going to return the email. Right? Now, all of a sudden, you're, you, you carry yourself with a gusto. You have bravado. You know? So, you have uh, uh, chutzpah. Like, chutzpah, they call it in, in, in Yiddish. You know, you have some balls, you have some gusto. Where is that, where is that coming from? Where is that coming from? I yeah, mean, where, where's, where's, the, where's the mindset coming from? If it, I mean, I know you're reading the books, you hear, but where's the passion coming from? Because there's a lot of people, they want to do huge things. You know, I was part of the, you know, huge network marketing company. And I talked with thousands of people before face-to-face -face sitting, you know, like, like we do now, but personally. And, and those people were like, man, I'm going to do huge things in life. And, and and they still where they were, you know, like five or 10 years, you know, ago. So where, where, the, yeah. where people can find the passion to break through the uncomfortable and, you know, wake up four, three, three in the morning and just keep pushing, keep doing things, you know, and, and, you know, not looking what, uh, you know, everybody I just, else I just, is I just doing. want to stop you right there. If you could see yeah. this, I got goosebumps that you're saying this. And I'm, and I would say this. You have to be real with yourself. You really have to be real. And the whole saying, fake it until you make it, I agree with that 100%. Like nobody comes on and says, there's a twist to it, right? There's a twist to it where I'm going with this is nobody comes on and says, hey, I'm doing a shitty podcast, blah, 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 right? Nobody says that. You fake it. Right. Oh yeah. Hey, like, oh yeah, I'm doing this podcast. It's really great. And you're like, dude, this is the worst podcast. Like one person, one person listened to the last episode. Nobody's, this is so bad. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fake. I'm a fake. I'm a fake. I'm a fake. Right. And, but you have to be honest with yourself. And when you're honest with yourself and you know, like there's this like fine line of like faking it, but you're still honest. Mm. Like for me. Right. So going back to like, uh, California and I was living and I was dating this girl. Right. And I was like, dude, this girl's so great. Like I wanted this to work out. And it got to the point where we were like fighting, like not physically fighting, but was like, you know, if she said like, why do you, why do you eat so fast? I was like, why, why are you picking on me? God, leave me alone. Like, it's just like, it was very combative. Right. And I, I had to, I had to take a, step back and I realized with everything within my life is what I said is she's not the problem. I'm the problem and I'm trying to make this work and I'm trying to change her and yep. she's not a problem. She's perfect the way she is. If she doesn't want to, if she doesn't want to, whatever, she doesn't want to travel or whatever, whatever I wanted her to do at the time, she's fine the way she is. I'm the one with the problem. I'm the only one that can, I'm the only one that can change. Right. And I had, I had credit card debt, uh, 
several years ago and it was like ten thousand dollars i thought i was never gonna be able to pay it off and i was just like yo like i I felt like a victim right and when i finally said i'm no longer going to be a victim that's when my world started to change and that's where i started to accept ownership within my life and i like to say uh like instead of saying like i can't right instead of saying i can't say i choose not to now i've never heard anybody say this before yeah i always think this this would be my own like tedx talk and i'm glad i bought this show put this out there It, it 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 the books but instead of saying like i can't say like i choose not to so example being Hey, hey, uh, Martinez, can you uh, make it over to my uh, grandmother's potluck uh, Sunday? You know, like, oh, I don't think I can make it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm busy with work and my, my girlfriend's in town and I, I don't think I can, you know, I, 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 prob- I probably can't make it, right? It's like wishy-washy, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, okay. It's like, it, it sounds like a good excuse. Okay, you know, I, I don't think I can, I can't, right? I can't. But when you say like, I choose not to, right? I choose not to, then all of a sudden it's like, boom, you know, it's, it's straight. It's deliberate. Like, Hey, Martinez, can you make it? Yeah, dude. I, I just choose not to make it. Whoa. Whoa. That's Damn. Like he just came at you, right? Like I choose not, are you going to go to the gym? I can't make it to the gym today. Yeah. I choose not to go to the gym. You made a choice. You made a conscious choice. One, you're playing a victim. One, you're taking action. You see what I'm saying? I can't save a million. I can't save a thousand dollars. No, you choose not to save a thousand dollars. Because that's what it is. Every time somebody's saying can't, they just choose. choose, They made make a choice. That money. So that's making a conscious choice. So when you're making a conscious choice, you take control. And I always tell my wife this: is when you have, when you have, there's a there's a beautiful there's a beautiful scene in Schindler's List. And somebody says, Schindler, I never see you drinking. Why do you not drink alcohol? And he says, you know why I don't drink? Because when, when I drink, I lose my power. And when you lose your power, you have nothing. And I was like, duh, that is it. And that's what it's all about Being is having control, power, yeah. control and of yourself, your finances, your life, and your freedom. And that, my friend, that is my mission. And that's what I want to do with real estate. And that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast and everything is create a life where I can continue to be as free. And that's what I want to really do is help liberate people and be like, yo, if you can't throw a piece of trash in the trash can, how do you think you're going to be, you know, showing up up properly and picking up people from the airport? If you can't pick up people from the airport, you think you can get a promotion at your job. If you can't get a promotion at your job, how do you think you're going to start a podcast? If you can't, you know what I'm saying? It's just a snowball effect. So it's just really like, it wasn't like I just shot this piece of paper and it started from there, but it's little things like it's little things like that. So as far as like motivation and stuff, when I hear stuff like that, like, you know, uh, it's got to start somewhere and it's not like, Hey, you save one piece of trash and you're a millionaire, but I know who I am. I know what I'm about and I know what I'm capable of and I'm on that path. And, um, yeah. yeah. You know, people will say like, Hey, I've lost all my millions of dollars, but you know, like we'll go to Donald Trump, love him or hate him. He lost all of his money, right? People file for bankruptcy. It's because they have the knowledge and the tutelage that they're able to come back because you could strip, a, you could strip a man down bare bones. Like I feel confident enough that like I've traveled the world you could put me in any situation in any country and I'll probably be able to figure out like how to go order chicken, how to get to the airport, how to wire myself some money, how to get a job in a different country, how to figure out some paperwork, how to get some water and food. And I think when you're that confident in yourself and your abilities, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a pillar to stand on. And you know that like, Yo, even if this real estate deal did go completely bad, I went broke in Thailand. I know right now I have these measures and set up in place and my battle scars, I guess, if you can say, to lean on and rest on. And that's why you want a general, right? You look at a general and you're like, dude, we, we got this guy. He's been in five different wars. I don't know what he says. I'm 18 years old, but I'm going to follow this guy. You know, you don't want some like young bug like, hey, I'm a syndicate. I saw a deal. I walked it. Looked great. Um happy to invest with me. 
you know, like these things don't, these things don't happen overnight. And, um, I, I know, it. I guess you want to say if this is a bit of a tangent, but as far as like the, the passion and stuff is concerned, you know, it's like, you know, just act on it, man. And you got to be honest with yourself. And like, when I'm like, when I'm, when I'm working with boardwalk wealth, right. I'm thinking we're doing a lot of work here. Now I already live in Thailand. Like, do I want to really start my own syndication company? That's what I'm thinking. Like, or, you know, could I be Scotty Pippen? Could I be like the one, like, you know, one B also win all the championships also get paid some good money. But what if I was able to live in Thailand for two months out of the year? You know, I wasn't the main asset manager. I don't have as much relief. Would I be comfortable with that? And the more I kind of think about it, I don't know. I'm like, I'm thinking like, I'll figure this out when I get to America. But it's something that's going in my mind. Like, you know, why do I have to be the first option? You know, like if I'm a role player, am I cool with being a role player, but yet I get to travel more and have less weight, but yet I still have money. Do I need to be the guy in that business? Time will tell. But I think even having that uh, thought, yeah. you know, is good to resonate with because I'm conscious of where I want to be in my lifestyle that I want to lead. And I think if you read a book and you think like, oh, this book is about discipline, 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 discipline. Like you don't have to get up at 5 a.m. You know, what do you do with the time that you have? Do you get up at 6 a.m. and dick around on your phone until 9, PM, 9 a.m.? Like, what if you just woke up at 9 and went right to work? Yeah. You know, like, like you were saying on Instagram, are you consuming or are you, uh, you know, are you producing? Mm -hmm. And I, I, this was maybe a year, two years ago, 2017. Uh, I broke down the numbers and I looked at Snapchat, Facebook, and Instagram. And I don't remember exactly. It's probably even higher now and you can look at it. But I looked at the average American, how much time they spent on Facebook, average time they spent on Instagram. Two hours, hours a day. I did a research too. I mean. Yeah. And it, uh, uh, okay. So what did you, what did you, so wait, you did it on what? Which ones? I, I, did, I did it on Instagram. Okay. So, so it's two hours a day on Instagram yeah. for Americans? Yeah. Well, it basically okay. for, for European markets. I don't know if for states. Okay. So, oh, all right. So anyways, I did, I did Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook. And what it came out to total, it was like, it was like 23 or 24 days a year. A year. Yeah. On those three apps. Constantly, that was just imagine sitting 20, 24 hours, 24 days nonstop. That, that's what it is yeah. when you combine all these minutes. And you say, look at it, you yeah. look at it and who's, somebody produces, you consume. You make Peaky Blinders. I sit there and I watch it for six hours, fiending for it. Meanwhile, the actors and everybody's getting paid and they're having a good time and they're doing their career while you're sucking my light force away from me. Or people are trying to get my money on Instagram or they're making funny content or getting viewers or they have a plan. And you know, you only have so much an allotment of time, you know, like where are you going to go with this? So what are you doing within the given day? And I'm not acting like I'm the most, I don't want to, I don't want it to seem like I'm the most uh, productive person and I have everything figured out and I, yeah. I have everything blocked out because I'm still trying to figure things out. But I'm just saying you have to be aware, hyper aware of what you're doing and where you are on the totem pole and where you want to go on the totem pole, right? right. Like if you're trying to get in and close 138 unit deals, like I know Matthew Baltzell walking into Jacksonville, Florida is not going to do that by himself. So, so does, be, does it come down? Does it come down to the planning where you want to go? Because you know there is a lot of people again who planning where they want to go and specifically knowing, but but they're kind of unconsciously going through. You know, like, um, you know, they, they don't feel when, when they're out of control. Because, again, would you say you want to be in control of your, like, daily actions? And there yeah. are a lot of people get lost. Like, they, they, you know, go to search something maybe, you know, about market research, you know, in, 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 in Dallas about multifamily. And they come across some video and, and it distracts them. And they end up two hours in, in, in the webpage that has nothing to do with multifamily. So how yeah. can people stay, you know, focused? 
super focused on, on the things, you know, on a daily basis. How can you stay super focused? Um, well, no. I would say that you have to, uh, you have to know what you want, first of all. And I'm getting better at this myself, but you have to be able to reflect. And I'm not talking about meditation. And I even find myself doing it. Like if you sit there and you think, I'm just going to sit here, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. My, it's my mom's birthday. I just need to check real quick on my phone to see if like I, I sent that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did. Okay. Sorry. What am I doing? Yeah. I'm sitting here. Yeah. Oh wow. There. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, like you, 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 and you're not even aware of how much your brain is scattering, 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 mm. and you're not even thinking about it. Right. Yes, like, uh, yeah. Like, like an example being like, we went to this new gym. We, we registered for this gym for a month and we wanted to go check it out, blah, blah, blah. And the way the roads are set up here, you got to like, uh, there's like a ring road, but you got to drive all the way around. You got to go into the underpass. So you got to go a long way to like the long U-turn. Anyways, going to the gym is like in the morning, it takes 22 minutes and then coming back, it takes 15 minutes. Well, there's a gym close by our house, which we've gone to before and we still go to now, but it's like five minutes there, five minutes back. It's f perfect within the loop. That's 10 minutes. And I started thinking, I'm like, yo, that's literally probably about 40 minutes of the day driving there parking walking going to the gym putting myself in the locker okay now i'm on the treadmill now we're done walking back to the car getting out of the car 40 minutes times working out four or five days a week times one month okay wow actually i'm wasting hours upon hours when i could be with my wife I could be working. I could be doing whatever it is, right? You could be doing whatever it is you want to be doing. You could be learning a new language, right? But you got to start thinking about what you're really doing, right? And then it all comes back to being conscious of like your mindset of like, you know, what did your parents teach you about money? You know, why am I worried about my pair of shorts that I bought that were $12. I need to find them. I'm trying to find them in my house and I've looked for an hour and a half, but I need to know where they are. I can't find them. And I'm like spending three hours of my time wondering about this. And meanwhile, I, I could have just like said, all right, write it off. When I go to the mall next time, I'm going to buy them and then buy them for $12. And then Everybody, I had two and everybody's, and scared. everybody's a scared. It's a scarcity mindset that we've been installed. Like if we're going to go, you know, if I'm going to go in the street right now and start talking to people about money, they will be, everybody's a scared. And we're not yeah. even in the recession yet. So that, yeah. you know, cause, cause and, it's been, and, and, and that's what I think too, man, I think is it's going to be, it's going to be interesting when the recession hits, you know? not just from a real estate standpoint, but that's going to be like the, like going back to Gary Vee, he says like, you know, wait till the recession hits. Like you guys haven't had to have on hard times. Like people have lived through wars. People have like, like yeah. had to like immigrants coming into countries and like hard ass times. Like there's so much money in the system right now. And like, that's where I think like, you know, like educating yourself, like learning from people like, okay. I agree with maybe what 20% of what Gary Vee says. Okay. 5% of this book. Oh, I like 90% of what Joe Fairless says and apply it to your own credo, your own, your own, uh, manifesto. Like the thing where I said, like, I can't do this. I choose to do this. Like that just kind of came to me when I'm thinking freely. And like last night I thought, or two nights ago, I thought of money market Mondays and, you know, how a new lead capture and fuck you Friday or fucked up Friday or whatever, you know, but you have to be open and receptive to thoughts. Yeah. And if you're not open to that stuff, then you're not going to be adaptable. Well, I think, I think creativity comes from doing stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, from, from like specifically knowing where you want to go, like, cause you know, 
that stacks up like every day, you know, the com compound interest definitely works on your actions too. So, yeah. you, you know, once you start doing it, it's kind of stacks up and it's like, boom, you start getting the creativity. People start to come into your life and then you can call it abundance, law of attraction or stuff like that. But it's the work that you do. So mm -hmm. that's where it's coming from. And again, you know, mentioning the markets, like this is another book having next to me. If you're not first, you're last. I mean, that's what Grant exactly is talking about. You know, in a, in a downturns, a lot of people are going to be, man, I need to just keep it to myself. I'm not going to produce, you know, which what he did, he just put everything on a, on a line and he was like, we need to, you know, we need to produce. This is the moment that we have to, you know, push ourselves into the marketplace mm -hmm. because everybody, everybody else just became like, oh my God, I need to save and, you know, stop spending yeah, on advertising. Yeah, that goes back to being, yeah. that goes back to being aware of your situation. Yeah. You know, where are you? Where are you in the market cycle? Where are you in your real estate career? Like, could you imagine, uh, let's just say somebody that is, we'll say six or seven steps ahead of you and they have a bunch of houses or something, they're flipping properties, maybe a couple of apartment units and you're maybe partnered up. Maybe you've done one deal. You're with a good team. You have some good capital lined up and the market goes south. And your buddy who you thought was light years ahead of you, right? Like he goes, he goes up, he sells his properties to you. And now you guys go up like the, in the times of, you know, chaos, like that's when people make the money. That's when people have the land grab and go in and buy everything like buy right, you know, buy at the right time. Don't buy at the peak. You want you know, old adage, buy low, sell high, right? Like, but where are you in these things? Like, where are you in the learning scale? If you, from this point, when you're listening to this podcast, for the next six, seven months, if you started consuming whatever you wanted to be, digital marketing, blah, 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 built on that, and then all of a sudden something happens, you could be in a perfect prime position because now you have seven months of knowledge and now the market's that much more difficult because nobody wants to get and start something new when the market's tightening up, but you've already been doing it for seven months and now you feel more confident or maybe you've done some deals and now you're ready to go. You know, where, and that could be the same thing for real estate. That could be the same thing for podcasting, you know? And I think it's just a matter of taking action and kind of implementing these things. And, yeah. and, then, and then you just kind of build confidence yeah. and go from there, you know? Yeah, definitely. And, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, like, timing. That's, that's what I believe. I don't know if it's right, but it, it sounds right. I mean, you know, I mean, the, the success, whatever, if that's in real estate space or any other space, you know, digital marketing space, e-commerce space, you know, coaching space or, you know, anything that you want. I mean, it's, it's fairly simple. I mean, it, it's no brainer, but it's basically 80% is the mindset. Definitely. What you do every day. Are you willing to wake up? Are you willing to do necessary things that you need to do? Are you going to call these people? Are you going to follow up on basically what you said you're going to do? Because even if you don't keep the promises to yourself, like it doesn't matter what other people are going to, you know, think about you because if you don't keep the promises to yourself, your self-belief, self-confidence is just going to go freaking down all the time. And you, one day you're going to wake up and find yourself, how, how did I get it? you know, end up here in this, in this situation is because yeah. of your daily action. So, you know, that's why I ask you the question, how can people get super focused on a daily things that you're doing, you know, because one day if you get super focused, if you're going to do what you say, you're going to follow up on your actions, you're going to find yourself in a better place. Maybe after years, you know, you're, you know, few or five or 10 years going forward. Yeah. And you got, and you, you know, like I said, you just got to try, like, you know, right, yeah. like there's a, there, if you want to just keep, keep, keep keeping it keep keeping it simple right like look at working out like there's not one way to work out you can do kettlebells you can run a mile you can crossfit you can yoga there's a million different things out there right like it's almost like oversaturated of like what should i be doing what should i be doing and if yeah. you've never worked out before like you would not be like i don't know do i like working out do i like running do i like swimming do i like jogging do i like playing yeah. tennis you know, you don't know until you try and that's what happens. Huh? And, and with it, and, and I, and I tell people with like investing in stuff too, like you're going to lose money. You're going to lose money somewhere along the way. But when you lose money, that's when you start like developing a strategy. You're like, okay, yeah. I don't like, I don't like investing in stocks. I like mutual funds. Okay. I don't like mutual funds because the high fees, I only want to invest in bonds. 
or, you know, I don't like this real estate it's too risky or I like doing this. Like this worked for me. This didn't work for me. This yeah. worked for me. This didn't work for me. And it's all just a trial and error process. That's what it really is. But you need to try. Again, I think for people would be like still trying one thing and just sticking to that one thing because a lot of people, you know, because again, the market is, you know, saturated with options now. I mean, you can yeah. be whatever you can. It's easy. Like everything is almost completely free to start. There's so many yeah. courses in different, different fields, you know, real estate, you know, business, finance, you know, e-commerce, everything is free. So, but once you're going to start and fail in that particular thing, just keep going, keep, keep trying, you know, find, find the way how, how to, you know, go through, go, go under, like, because I see so many people, they try one thing, they quit and they try another, they quit on that one, they try another thing and they just come up with a bunch of losses and no wins. But that is great to have losses. I yep. encourage losses. I like myself too. There, yeah. there, there's like the, 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 uh, the IBM founder, he said, the quickest way to success is fail at a rapid rate. So fail, 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 fail. But the thing is, like, it, it, it's who you are, right? It's who you are. I've been fired from a lot of jobs. Don't get me wrong. I've been fired from a lot of jobs. But I looked at it like I was like, dude, I never even liked that job. Like, I didn't work, I didn't work hard. Like, I know I'm not a loser, right? Like, I know I'm not a loser. Like, I never felt like I was, like, being labeled. I was being, like, I was acquiescing to somebody's label. Like they say, I'm a loser. Oh, I'm a loser. Like, no. Right. But you got to have that mindset. A, like, yeah, it wasn't like, a, I have a millionaire mindset. Like I may not drive a Porsche, but it's only like probably a matter of time. And then when people say like, Oh yeah, you, yeah. And then you're like, no dude, like I always had it in here. It's just like on the outside and then getting that like match matched up. So if you've failed at something, and you failed at something else and you failed at something else and you failed at something else. Like, and you know, you're not a failure. Yeah. It's only a matter of time before you're one tweet. You're well, one you, message, you, one you podcast. See, you see, Matthew, can I just interrupt you? Sorry for, for a second. Yeah, Matthew, that, that's a little bit different thing. Like yesterday we, we would wife watch this super great film. It's called, uh, uh, I, I, something I, I believe it's basically about this guy who's from, I think she was from Dallas, Texas, and he made this song, which is like the most popular uh, song in a Christian, uh, Christian music. So he- Oh, uh, Lil Nas? No, 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 no. He, he's, he's making Christian music. It's a little, okay, okay. I don't know what the, what, the, what the guy is, but. So basically he was, I was looking at the movie and I, I'm seeing the same patterns all over again, like especially in the US. So that's what you're talking about, you know, oh, just keep failing. You're gonna fail at one thing, another thing, third thing. Like in the US, it's, cause I see the pattern. I, I you know, you guys see the interviews that I'm doing and it's mainly with the, with the people from US. And how it works in there, it's natural. You know, you just fail on one thing, you fail on your business, you start another business and everybody's okay with that. Everybody's like, oh, look, John is just starting another business. And everybody's like, well, what do you do? Like, you know, but in Europe and in other countries, it's a little bit different. So, I mean, the advice could be a little bit different to, to those countries because if you're going to fail in your business in Ireland and you're going to start another business, people will be like, oh, shit, be careful of that guy. He failed at the first business. So, you know, you will have a really bad reputation. And I, and I hear that, right? Yeah. And... And I'm aware that it's different from country to country. Yeah. But letting outside uh, factors, you should not let outside factors influence you because, yeah. you know, if you're staying true to who you are, you know, like you're bound to break through, you know, and like, like in Thailand, uh, you know, in Asia, it's very, uh, saving face. And people like would say like, when I like was first dating my wife, she would say like, Oh, I can't do that. Like I'm time shy. And now she'll do things. And I'm like, you, you a year and a half ago would be like, I can't do this because I'm in public. And now I'm like, you don't even care now. She's like, Oh yeah, because I don't know, you know? And there's like this, like, breakdown I've seen, seen the story sorry i seen the story by the way on instagram where, when you mentioned that she, she flipped she flipped the bird oh the yeah yeah i, I forgot that. about that like like my wife is so very uh 
uh, yeah, she, like, so she's going out there. I mean, yeah, she would not yell at anybody. Right. And like, we just parked our motorbike, like, you know, you, in Asia, you could park your bikes, like, anywhere, like traffic laws, whatever. Yeah. And it, there's like a gap. Right. And I was like, one of those things that was like, ah, it's like a little tight, but it's doable. And we did it. And the lady freaked out and this lady ran out of the stall and was like this like aggressive, big lady. And she was like, you know, yelling at my wife and my wife just kind of like shut down and was like, and I was like, and, and I, and I don't speak well enough Thai, but I knew it was like she was saying, and I was like, I was like, chai yin yin, chai yin yin, like, kartot, kartot, like, like, that means like, calm down, calm down. Like, it's okay. It's okay. My pen line, my pen line. And then she was like, she's like, ah, and she was like, she, and what she was saying to my wife, she was like saying really derogatory things. Like you're an animal. Like, that's why you have this uh, foreign husband and like all this shit. My wife was just like, and then we drove away and my wife was like, gave her the bird. And I didn't even know that until afterwards, you know, my wife was like crying and she's like, I don't know why she said that to me. I'm not an animal. And then she's like, but you know, when later I gave her the finger and I was like, yeah, victory, you know? And it's like those like borders of like barriers and these restrictions of thinking yeah. of the way you have to act and do things and behave. And our society tells us you have to do this in America. You have to get a white picket fence. And I don't know, man. Like for me, like, I've traveled the world, you know, I've lived in a foreign country now for close to three years. Uh, maybe it's just like my inner thinking and being removed from the situations and like reflecting on my own countries and seeing different countries and really having like a lot of empathy towards people. But you know, at the end of the day, we're all like very similar creatures and yeah, your are. parents will put ideals on you and your society will put ideals on you. And when you can mold and craft your own life and your vision, for the most part, like your parents want you to be happy. They want you to have like wealth and they want you to have like a good time. If you're like, Hey, I'm have 5 million downloads and I'm a podcaster. Like, Hey, it's cool. You're not a doctor. Like glad, glad you're making money. You know, we always knew you'd do it. And if you had a business fail in Ireland and you go to England, it's like, Hey, he's the joke of the town, you know, going back to the founding fathers of America and like traveling and all this, like those guys had a lot of worse than we did. And if they could do, shit like sign treaties and start new countries like we could start businesses in different countries and people have a lot different in hong kong and who are being oppressed and a lot a lot different circumstances throughout the world so you know if anybody's listening to this like i just want them to know that like my situation your situation get out there take action you can make anything happen within your life don't be a victim start slow build up and you can do it Love it. Love it, man. So can we, can we get a little bit more intimate and personal now? Yeah, go ahead. I want, I want to ask you some, you know, you, you talking like, I love like the vibe and, and people can sense that, you know, I'm not going to yeah. ask now I'm going to be even feel bad if I'm going to ask them to go and subscribe to the channel, but it, you know, if you can, <laughs> please, please do. But uh, you know, I want to ask you like you talking about the mindset a lot, you know, and expanding yourself, yeah. expanding you, you yourself as a person. You you're definitely following some super, you know, big people that accomplished amazing things in life. You know, left a, a huge marks in in millions of people of lives. You know, so when it comes to you personally, what like goals you have for your five ten years ahead? Um, that's good. That's a good question. Um, so my five year goal, I don't even know if I really have a set, set goal as far as like five to 10 years, yep. uh, to be honest with you. Um, but I'm, I'm having my first child and, you know, just thinking about my life and being a provider and, the life that I would like to lead and how am I going to go about getting there and where can I see myself? I would say five more, five years for me would be living an independent lifestyle as in I can work real estate. I can, I can do my podcasting and I can, be able to provide for my family and, and not, not be restricted, um, 
being, I don't know if I'm not being restricted, having as much freedom in my life as possible. So that would be uh, not overextending myself by having a house in America. And uh, my mother, she has a house in Mexico as well and um, in the Yucatan. And so a part of me thinks it would be nice to live like in Mexico for like a month, you know, two months of the year and still be on the American time zone. And if I needed to go to Florida, I could fly up to Florida. I can do these things. I could still work remotely. I'm already working remotely. Yep. But go to America, five-year time frame. Go, go when I go back. Uh, start really pounding the ground like hardcore, developing strong relations with people as far as in-face, person-to-person, and getting my brand for me personally within the boardwalk, like actually seeing people shaking hands. Like I've never even met Omar in real life, but I've almost been working with him for a year and a half. You know what I'm saying? Wow. It's got a, like a funny, like, right? It's like a catch 22. Like, That's nuts. But actually meeting people, shaking their hands, going, walking properties, developing relationships. So within five years, I can leave the United States and live in Mexico, or I can have a home in Colorado and uh, not overextend myself. So whether that's, uh, you know, have a home and then be able to live in Mexico for two months, still be able to come back and forth to America and then come back to Thailand and live in Thailand for two months. So I'm technically living out of the country for four months out of the year, but yet I'm having that sense of freedom and I'm not feeling bound to a nine to five job. I can uh, still do real estate. I can still do podcasting. I've developed a network of people and you know, I don't know. I think when you, are working for me at least when you're working over the internet you kind of realize more like what's possible and going back to a job hating it working at it like i think i would be more like that's like a slow death for me so five years would be like whenever i get back for like from now until i get to america like pounding the ground in america five years after five years being able to remove myself from there whether that's, and my brother, and another thing that's important for me too is my brother, he has a good job. He lives in London. Love him very much. And uh, I would like to see him at least two or three times a year. So if I'm on the caliber in five years where I can like, you know, go find a property or something in uh, London and it's like a write-off, like I need to go have like a speaking gig for real estate out there. Like, Every October, I go speak at blah, blah, blah conference about real estate. So I, I get to see my brother in October. And then I take a personal trip out there in the spring. And so I'm, a, I'm more a part of my brother's life. I would like, I'd like for that to happen. And so, like I said, my mom lives in Mexico. My wife's Thai. So we're all kind of throughout the world. Um, yeah. So I have a very like worldly perspective. So I don't want to be constrained to a one-mile radius, limited thinking. So five years would be that. And then so 10 years would be, I guess, just that on a bigger scale. That's not the best answer for 10 years, but that would be my vision uh, for five years. And that's what I'm working towards uh, achieving now at this current moment. And I love it. I love it, man. Like, guys, and you heard the answer. And none of the items included, the, the shiny Rolex, the gold-plated Lamborghini, uh, maybe, you know, a, a house somewhere, right? But th- there were no, none of the items that you go on and see on Instagram, you know, post or, or stuff like that. Basically what Matthew is talking about, you know, the experience in life. And, you know, it, it, I get the feeling that you want to get more of the experiences, you know, from life because that's, again, where the, the real knowledge, the real, uh, you know, the real you comes out. When you, when you, you, you know, you said if you're going to put, my, you know, if you're going to put yourself in any country, that you've never been before, you're going to, I mean, manage yourself in that country. You're going to find a way how to feed yourself, maybe find a work and stuff because that, that's comes from, you know, having experience in life. Yeah, so, and, and it looks more, you, you're looking for that more. Yeah. And, it, and if you go back to like to the Instagram and stuff like this, right? Yeah. Like we all seek freedom and that's all what we really want. And you know, it's not being a millionaire. What you really want is you want, what you think a millionaire lifestyle entails yeah. and that's cars and trips and all to say girls or whatever. But 
you know, if you look at it, it's like, okay, like how do I have like most freedom? Right. Okay. I got to learn about money. Like how do I develop a, a tax structure? What are good States to put a tax structure in? How well, like I, I look at weird shit, man. Like I look at like, like offshore companies, like I'm reading the Panama papers, like stuff just fascinates me. I'm like, wow. Like, okay, I can get a visa in Portugal. This is the retirement visa, in Portugal. How do I get an EU passport? Like things like that, man. Like I want to have a, be able to have a passport in Europe. I want my wife to get a passport in America. Like I, if something goes wrong in America, I want to be able to have a residence where I can go to a different country. I want to go back to America. I want to have one car with me and my wife. I want her to use it. I want it to be a good car to protect the baby. And then for me, like I don't mind taking the light rail. We can lease a car for a year and then like it could be a nice car, but you know what? Grant Cardone, he, 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 uh, if you listen to him carefully enough, like he goes back and talks about, uh, in certain states that if a vehicle weighs over a certain tonnage that you can write it off. And I think a Land Rover is one of those vehicles. Like you think he bought that, uh, Bentley? No, he did. He put a wrap on it. Like he's using that as a tax write off. He's using things as a write off. He's using yeah. the structures as a write off. He's using his plans as a write off. So you think like, Oh, he owns, 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 but the smartest people, they're thinking bigger picture. They're yeah. having write offs. They don't have the assets in their name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Only I want to be they pay them cash flow. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be protected. Like I want you to, I want you to look at me on paper and be like, this guy owns nothing. Like we can't sue him. His assets are protected in X, Y, Z corporations. And then when people say like, Oh, the rich get richer. It's just like, you're, 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 you're able to access that information just as easily as somebody else, but you're just, uh, uneducated in it. So therefore you don't know. Like you could structure your assets this way. You could be protected. You could take a, uh, advantage of the, of this, but you don't have access to that lawyer. You don't have these things. And so that's what I'm saying is like having a second passport, having, you know, like, uh, example being, um, I think it was like back in the 19, like whatever, 1920s, like America took like gold from people. Right. And then like, they're saying like gold is like the world's currency, but there's only, and especially with America, like they, they have a big reach. So if they wanted to freeze my bank account in Thailand, they could. Right. But if they wanted to seize my assets and I had gold stored in a vault and in Singapore, like they couldn't touch that. So I want to have like money in different countries, like some money in Singapore, a house in Thailand, uh, a place in Colorado, a studio in, in London, you know, like these things that like will have me be the most free and liberated as possible. Like, you know, if something goes bad, I could come to Thailand and wait it out for a little bit wow. or like example being Thailand is still a, uh, it's one of the last countries with a King, right? You can't say things bad about the King. Like, there's a lot of Chinese influence coming in now. Like I said to my wife, like, what would we do right now if something popped off with China? Like, we don't really have anywhere to go. Like, what if we had a studio or what if I rented out a property in Malaysia and I do a citizenship by investment, I buy a hundred thousand dollar property and therefore I'm able to get me, you and our kids and your mom secondary passports just in case you know, like having all these exit strategies. So for me, it's more about like the liberation of the mind and being able to make different maneuvers. And that's what I foresee myself, uh, 10 years, I guess you could say, but five years immediately would be more, uh, niche and going back when I go back, hitting the ground, developing it up and then broadening it out. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So man, it is unbelievable story. And you know, like, <laughs> I, I love people to get in touch with you, you know, a little bit more, check, check it out, your real estate journeys podcast. So can you just tell people real quick, you know, how people can find you on all the platforms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, easy across the board. Um, if you'd like to send me an email, my email is Matthew M A T T H E W at Matthew Baltzell, M A T T H E W B as in boy, A L T Z E L L. My Instagram at Matthew Baltzell. My Twitter at Matthew Baltzell. Uh, what else is there? LinkedIn. You could type in Matthew Baltzell. You'll find me on there. And then Facebook. You could look up the Matthew Baltzell. I think that's my page. 
And uh, you're gonna find you guys all the links down below. You know, it's easy. Just yeah. roll them out. It's pretty easy. Matthew Baltel, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, like I said, you know, I'm very accessible. I'm on Instagram. I'm, I'm starting to try and build up Twitter because I'm seeing a, a niche there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm easy to find. So yeah, reach out. And uh, the podcast is called Real Estate Journeys. It's for new real estate investors who are looking to grow their brand and their business. We've covered it a little bit. Looking to scale up possibly to make some uh, new moves but um, if you're interested in being a guest or if you'd like to learn more about the show head on over we're on app or we're on iTunes Stitcher Spotify Google Play uh, iHeartRadio all those big ones love it man love it so big thank you big thank you today for being on the show sharing all the knowledge man it's been super exciting you know all the journey being being part of the journey on the real estate journey and talking with you, man, all the knowledge, the insights you have, you know, from, you know, traveling all these countries, these places. Yeah, I see the map, you know, behind you. It's beautiful, man. So, you know, I really appreciate the time and effort, man. And, you know, so guys, go and check it out. All the links down below. You know.